Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I want to talk about Profound Masters of Ogre Gate. I made a decision about it today. Um, I got another question about it, and it's one of these things where I've sort of been thinking about it, changing my mind. I I haven't really settled on anything until recently, um, and there were a lot of reasons for that. But just to you know, be clear about what my decision is now. My decision is I'm going to be posting what I have from the the Profound Masters document onto the Bedrock blog. Um, you know, it's going to be posted as is, so it's going to be kind of like uh, notebook style material. Um, I put the first one up today, which is just the opening section that I had been working on. It's pretty raw. Um, some sections are more expansive than others. The the meatiest is probably the new Profound techniques. That section is pretty robust. Um, and there's also some flavor material and things like that. There's about 30,000 words total, which um, usually are, are like, like Strange Tales was like 50,000 words or so, maybe a little bit over. That's just to give people a rough idea of, of, of length of material. Um, so, so there's enough to put on the blog for sure. There would be enough to even release as a small book. But, uh, but again, I can't, uh, I, it's, it's not in condition for, uh, I think publication and, it's one of these things where I started it while I was working on Aggregate and it, we had all of this momentum. And one of the things that's important with design for me is if I'm working on a project that I'm immersed in the system and that's all I'm thinking about so that I'm tracking everything because there's a lot of moving parts in Aggregate, everything from the lore to the, the mechanics. The mechanics get pretty deep in Aggregate. And I, I had paused on Profound uh, almost to the point where I was like, well, I'm kind of almost done is sort of how I felt. Like I knew there were other, there are areas to fill out, but I knew in my head what those areas were. And I got to some other things, some modules. Uh, I think what initially derailed me was the Overgate Inn book, which ended up being much bigger than initially planned. It was originally just going to be the Overgate Inn and then it became the Lee Fawn supplement. And then I did the, the House of Paper Shadows and the Tournament of Daulu. And I also did... um been working on the Lady 87 book, which is getting ready for publication now. And of course, the Righteous Blood with those Blades and the Strange Tales of Song Ling. So I went in all these directions. Then when I got back to Profound, I was, number one, I, you know, having that much distance from the material, I found it made it very hard to connect to, just like emotionally as a writer, just as like a designer and writer. I was having a lot of trouble connecting to the material again. And I was also having difficulty uh, getting back in and getting in the same headspace when I was immersed in it so that I was comfortable with everything that I was creating. And what I found when I returned to it is that I just wasn't quite as comfortable. I didn't feel like I was as uh, alert to potential contradictions and things like that. Because again, the lore is so deep, the system is so deep. And it's different than making like a, a setting supplement and an adventure supplement that's sort of more at the baseline level of the game. The profound levels really have the the potential to throw things way off the rails if you're not careful. Now, we had been playtesting that profound stuff for a while. We had a number of campaigns going on. Um, and so it was, you know, it was working as I wanted it to up to the point that we got. But again, I, I didn't, I don't feel that, um, that the profound book is going to be uh, ready in soon enough time. And I don't know if I have the interest either. So I'm going to put it up on the blog. Um, if I notice anything really weird, I maybe will edit it as I do, but I'm going to mostly just put it up as is, um, you know, like, you know, especially if there's something where it just doesn't make sense to read. Um, 
but hopefully the material will be useful to people. At least I know that the profound technique should be useful to people. Um, and they have things like the Lunar Kingdom and stuff like that. So there are areas of the game. Hopefully I still have my maps in my folder so I can post them as well. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, um, uh, oh, and I think I actually did already post the Lunar Realm. Now that I'm looking at my blog page. It looks like I already posted that. So um, so that's the section that's... Uh, I guess I can just fold that into the uh, when I when I finalize all this, I'll just fold that in with the uh, the profound book. Now there are going to be two profound sects in the Lady Eighty Seven book, so people that are uh, it depends on what like I get contacted by people, and it depends on what it is that you're after in terms of when you feel like you want this profound material. If you're looking for the expansion of the game into the higher levels, um, which is touched on in the rule book, but it, you know we were, our plan was to greatly expand on that um so there are profound techniques and stuff in the core book but there just aren't that many um uh, or if you're looking for like setting material those are two very different things um I, I you know the setting material for profound stuff is kind of scattered through the books now so you know a lot of the books actually do have uh profound sects in them and uh lady a7 book will have the celestial peak sect uh celestial which also includes celestial mind and it'll have the uh, uh, Seven Blood Cave Alliance with the Hanging Valley of the Dead. And so those two will be uh, in the book. They aren't even really particularly relevant to the core concept of the book, but because those locations kept coming up, because one of them is actually present, like the, the Celestial Peak sect is actually uh, located in the region where the module is set. And one of the characters uh, from Seven uh, Blood Cave Alliance kept getting mentioned i just realized i had to put them in the book so they will be in the book and uh and you know so 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 that'll be there as well but uh, in the meantime the profound stuff i'm going to be posting it in sections so i just did the opening uh i don't know what i'm going to do next i might do the profound techniques i might do some of the realms i'm not i'm not 100 sure yet um and and we'll we'll see what happens there and and again you know the big the big reason for me is uh is just that inability to reconnect with the material after that distance and also i'm just i if like i don't know if anybody's really looked at our back catalog that much i know lately we've been mostly known for ogre gate um but i i like to make different games a lot i don't i don't like to stick with i'm very into genres and i i feel like i've been doing too much of one genre lately i love wuxia and i'm still gonna probably revisit it uh with systems in the future and other things in the future um but i don't know if i want it to be aggregate when i do that um you know like i have i have a uh you know other other things i'd like to explore if i do do wuxia and probably not quite ever at that level of mechanical complexity that's just it, 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 i i again i, I aggregate works great in my opinion I, I ran that thing for for quite some time and i'm still running it actually uh, as i've been doing lady 87 but uh but but i don't know i'd like something a little more stripped down um that was one of the reasons why i did righteous blood with those blades with jeremy and the way we did that um was to get something more stripped down strange tales same thing it was sort of me going off in that direction because if you again if you look at our back catalog we started with fairly simple games our whole idea was to do rules light genre games and we started with modern stuff so we started with terror network and then we did uh crime network which is the mafia game which i still kind of one of my personal favorites we did horror show which never really it was i'm going to be doing horror again in the future because horror show 
uh, was interrupted by a surgery and I never really felt, I think similar to Profound Masters, I never felt like I really reconnected well with the material when I returned to it. And it just, something about it felt off. There was a lot of good ideas in there. There were a lot of things that I liked about it, but something was missing. Um, it didn't, it didn't have the stuff that Terror Network and Crime Network had for me. Um, you know, Sermon Sagaius, it's obviously like a Roman historical secret history type of game where Caligula is, uh, uh, you know, kind of recast as a good guy. It's, it's an, I, I think it's one of our more interesting games. Um, and I, I, uh, you know, I had been planning to expand on that one, uh, but that kind of, uh, changed when we did Sartorius and then we, we started focusing more on, you know, initially the fantasy with Sartorius and then Wusha with Ogregate. Uh, and of course we have Arrows of Indra too, which I didn't do. That's not my, uh, that's not my game. That's RPG Pundit's game, but that's, um, that's like our OSR game. Um, and we were actually going to do more OSR games. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but, uh, when, when, before Bill passed away, he and I had talked about a couple of different ideas we had for OSR games. Cause he was really into the OSR. And, uh, and so one of our ideas was, um, we were basically going to do an edition of an OSR with fighters that were really, really good um, with fighters that had, uh, you know, lots of interesting options and things like that. Um, but that weren't, that weren't uh, Vancean like in uh, fourth edition D and D say. Um, and we had other idea of doing a, uh, uh, like a second edition retro clone, which, um, probably wasn't the best idea in the world but i think we had some bill said some really interesting concepts for it uh but anyways we, we ended up not going too deep into the osr direction though a lot of our stuff is if you look at the gm advice and things like that it's clearly got inspiration from a lot of the osr um so yeah so just if you i think again if you look at our catalog what i'm trying to say here is you know i for the most part we were going from genre to genre to genre and with Ogregate, I kind of got lost in Ogregate for a while, and uh, which is good because I got to explore building a line. Um, but I really need to take a break from Ogregate. Like that's the bottom line for me. Um, I need to take a break from Ogregate and from Wusha in general. Um, I, I am working on a supernatural supplement with Jeremy for the Righteous Blood game, but that's probably going to be my last uh, my last Wusha thing for a little while. Until I can come back at it again with some clear eyes, because what happens is you get so deep into it, you're not even looking at it's it's the way I sort of describe it is like if you've ever worked in a job like at a Taco Bell or something where the same ingredients being redone in different ways, like you just you just you know I just realized after I finished Lady Seven that if I did another book, there there I I wouldn't have the um uh the inspiration to be doing it. it would just be recycling stuff that had existed in the prior books in different forms do you know what i mean like different i mean it wouldn't be literally cutting and pasting that stuff but it would feel it would have that taco bell effect of well the tortilla is on the bottom now instead of on the top you know so i i i didn't want to feel that way when i was working on something so um so again you know so strange tales was kind of part of my move into another direction and now i'm working on another game that that uses the strange tales system, but it's a totally different setting. And, uh, you know, that's, and that's what I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be doing that and then we'll see what happens after that, where I want to go. Um, you know, I always, 
also have the option of revisiting one of our older lines. Uh, um, so yeah, so we'll see. And again, I, 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 I've been hearing from people, uh, you know, just talking about reviews and stuff that are out there. And somebody had mentioned to me that people are not sure why you, uh, why you put the Kung Fu techniques chapter into the public domain and <laughs> in the ogre gate system. And the, and again, the, the, uh, there were, I think I had a lot of reasons at the time. Um, but the big one was I wanted, uh, people to know that they could discuss the mechanics of the game on like public forums and stuff, at least the, the techniques without running into any copyright issues. So that was the main, that was the initial reason that caused me to do that was I was thinking about how, you know, whenever people have arguments about spells in a game and stuff like that, there's always the question when they post things, if they're going to, if, if they're posting copyrighted material. So I just wanted to make sure that the, the core of the game, those Kung Fu techniques were, were in the public domain so they could be discussed. I also wanted people to be able to take those techniques and change them however they wanted to. Like, even if it was just something really minor, like we're going to change the TN of all of these ones or we're going to boost up the extra wounds on this one. I'm going to tone down, you know, just if they just had an idea of this is how I'm going to mechanically fix the system, I thought that that would be a great way to empower people to do that. Um, but also if they wanted to take it further, they could do other things. They could they could take all of those core uh, techniques and reskin them for another type of game. You know, I, I just I just felt that people would be able to use it however they wanted to. Now maybe what I didn't realize was other people might have the, not have the enthusiasm I had for just making technique after technique after technique after technique because I found that really exciting. I I really enjoyed that process. That was um, that's why it's so bloated with techniques. Um, and and maybe you know and again I mean I I by the time I had written that I had seen hundreds and hundreds of, of wuxia and kung fu movies and um, I think that uh, I don't know over two hundred I know that I mean, over over like two hundred and fifty movies that were relevant to the genre and I think maybe that had put a library of stuff in my head um, that I wanted to sort of express in all these different ways so. Um, and, and maybe I, I just, again, I just maybe underestimated if other people would be as enthusiastic. Uh, but that's why that is in the public domain. Um, and, and also the reason that we made the game pay what you want was partly because it was originally conceived as an expansion of Satorius and it wasn't originally conceived as its own game. And I think you can sort of see that when you look at the structure of the book. Um, I, I think, you know, it did a good job of extracting it from what its original purpose was but that did require uh it, it's it, it has a different structure than if i had done it from the ground up like we do with satorius um and and also again if it, it, it uh you know we we had we were in the um i i'm trying to remember the timeline but basically bill passed away in early september i think that summer is when we had really started I had started playtesting scenarios with him and Dan and a couple other people. And, and that was, uh, and so it was very early on in the process that, that Bill passed away. And that, um, that, that Ogre became the only thing that we knew how to do in order to deal with that, if that makes sense. So that's another reason why the game is just so dense and has so much material in it. Um, you know, one day, like, again, like I said, I might revisit Usha after I've gone back to other genres and stuff. 
And one of the things I know I might want to do one day is do a second edition of Overgate where I tighten it up, I clean it up, uh, and it's and it's got um, it's got more of the stuff thought out from beginning to end uh, with the profound stuff in there that you know like there doesn't need to be an additional book i'm just going to have it all in there if I, again if i ever did this this is just a thought that i've had um because when i originally made orgigate or i should say we when we originally made orgigate as a group of people um the 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 core idea the the, the original premise was it was going to be like levels one through six that was the original thing and for a while that's what it was and then it was pointed out to me uh by someone that people would want to keep going higher and higher in level. And I went back and forth and I ultimately decided to kind of just expand it up so that like all the monsters and everything were actually just, you know, more powerful characters on that, on that scale. And I might've gone too far with that. So I might, you know, like if I, again, I don't know how I would do it, but if I went back, I would really think through all of the pieces and, and, and probably do them a little differently. Um, but they do work. I mean, I've played the game up into higher levels, and it does work well. Um, you know, some of my favorite campaigns have been profound levels. But again, it's a gonzo game. So at that point, you really are, uh, you know, you're really having a lot of um, uh, wild type of abilities that can do all kinds of crazy things. And so people will get, you know, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a uh, it's not a very forgiving system when you get up to those high levels. So um and, and also what I found after playing the game for many years was that one through six was not one through six was my vision for the martial heroes. And I realized actually it needs to go up to about eight, like eight or nine, which is, again, that's one of the reasons why righteous blood has that, you know, goes up to nine. Uh, there's another reason for that, which is, uh, you know, just, a, that was the number that Jeremy thought would be uh, interesting from a cultural point of view. Um, but I knew it was like going to be somewhere between eight and 10. So nine was the number. Um, but uh, I, I felt that, um, uh, you know, initially that it was one through six. And then as I played the game more and more, I just started to realize that you needed these, you needed martial heroes that were up a couple of higher levels. And that even though in the game they were set as profound, if I redid the game, profound wouldn't start until after level nine or 10, um, probably after level 10 or something. I'd probably sort of model it after the, the return of Condor heroes thing where they talk about, you know, getting up to level 10 on certain things. Um, because at that, you know, at that level, if, if you, if you remove a lot of the profound type stuff, and if you just kept them limited to the Kung Fu techniques that we have in the book, um, it, it, they're, they're, they're more robustly powerful, but it's not, uh, you know, it, 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 it just worked better. It just worked better. I thought, um, cause what I found myself doing was having to bring in profound masters that were, you know, around level nine or 10 occasionally to, balance out some of the stuff going on in the setting um so yeah so and again it's a you know it's a it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it was a wild game it was kind of one of these games that we kind of just uh i don't know how we had the energy to make that game uh i could not do that again like some projects actually weaken you uh in terms of just like your endurance and your ability to do things and also you get older but Ogregate was one of those projects where I, you know, that I am not going to be doing that again anytime soon. Uh, a book of that size, um, especially because we're a boutique company. You know what I mean? We're like a small company. Um, you know, we don't make much money, and 
and it's and it's you know this is mostly you know for fun so um you know it, it's it's uh you know it's 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 you, what that meant was i had to i mean i had editors and stuff like that but i had to reread everything over and over and over and over again uh, more than i would if there were more people involved and by the end of it i was just jelly my brain was just you know gelatinous at that point and um and and again i found when i returned to this the 100 or so page book format which is what our earlier books had been uh with strange tales it was so much more manageable i think that's just a much more manageable length for a small company so i'm going to probably try to stick with that general approach i uh which and again there are limits with that approach with the with the 400 page approach i could really get deep into the lore in a way i couldn't get in a 100 page book in a 100 page book you're pretty limited in fact like when i did servants of gaius i was like uh it was really difficult to decide where to start cutting down things like okay i can only do this many provinces and this much of that and some of that was guided by what was easier to find information on but a lot of it was just there's only so much space for this material i'd like to put in more but i can't um it was the opposite with overgate and then with strange tales you know that i i couldn't build a whole world with with that uh with that uh that scale i mean i suppose i could have built a world and it wouldn't have been as it wouldn't have been as uh as deep as the Ogregate setting. Um, but what I chose to do instead was provide adventures that could illustrate what I was, you know, hoping people would do with the game. And with the next game that I'm going to be putting out, that I'm working on, it's going to be similar in size to Strange Tales. It won't have like four adventures in it the way Strange Tales did, just because I don't... Uh, the problem with that is each adventure is like its own editorial process when you're editing the book that feels almost separate from the book. And I don't want to, I don't why I just want one adventure in there. So I'm not having to deal with editing four separate adventures. Um, but I am going to have a gazetteer and it's going to be, it's not going to be again, as, as, as deep as the overgate stuff, but it will, uh, it will provide adventure material essentially. So it's not going to be as interested in saying, well, this is what this city is all about and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be more about, this is what this particular threat in this area is about. And, this is how you know so it's 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 more like adventure locations if that makes sense uh and, and the setting will use the paths or sorry the, the system will use the paths that i used in uh strange tales but different they're going to be tailored to the setting and and so far you know the play test that i've done it's been it's been working well i do have to change some things because it's a it's a different genre it's a different uh time period so the skills have to be updated and all that that's an ongoing process. Um, I've learned to sort of organically allow what is needed to dictate what skills are in the game, so that uh, it doesn't, it, you know, so so that the the so that everything makes sense. Um, but oddly enough, it's kind of because the setting is different. It's going back to some of the stuff that was in the earlier games, um, or going more in that direction. Uh, and. And also, you know, it doesn't have the, like, uh, Aggregate and Satorius have these open skills that are uh, um, pretty deep sometimes. And this doesn't have that. This is more in the Strange Tales format where it's it's more like Moldvay sort of basic D&D type game. I mean, it's not it's, it's, it's not really super reminiscent of D&D, but it's that that type of game with a very heavy rulings over rules types type of approach. 
Um, and so, yeah, you know, you know, we'll, uh, it's going to be in the distance because the pipeline is kind of, you know, like right now I have uh, Lady 87, which I'm getting some of the last bits of art for. And I, I have to, uh, I have to, I have to get Lady 87 out, but also, you know, revenue, we have to wait a while before we can put certain things out. So I'm going to have to wait a while before I can put this other game out. Um, but I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be very interesting. It's, uh, it, 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 I, I really needed to change the genre. Like I, I was, I was really struggling with feeling inspired to write after I finished Lady 87. Like I just, I just didn't have the, um, uh, I, I just didn't have the enthusiasm because I had done everything I kind of wanted to with the genre, I think. So after Lady, cause after Lady 87, um, there wasn't, I mean, I could have said, okay, well now I'm going to try a, um, you know, uh, an aggregate adventure, but it has X in it instead of Y, but I just wouldn't have been feeling it. Like with, with Lady 87, I was feeling it. Cause that was, I, I really, that was kind of like my favorite subgenre of Wuxia that we're emulating with it. And, and also I, I really liked the, the character, the characters and the sex that were involved there. Um, but I definitely need a change of pace. I need to uh, get into different uh, different genres again, um, and I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do. Uh, you know, like right now, like the one that I'm working on now is involving a lot of research. But I have to research slowly because my my um, my eyes are just weaker than they were before. So I'm just I'm not able to to read as long, and uh, and I also just you know I I I, uh, I don't know I I I like to take my time with things these days like we, you know we switch to a one book every two year roughly format which generally i think worked like that that was better like when we first started with terror network it was like i don't know, like every six months we were trying to put out a book which was way too fast it's really hard to do quality control with that and uh every two years is better it gives you more time to think and work on things um and and I'll even go longer than that sometimes, just because I you know it, it just depends on on uh, what I uh, you know like uh, when the game is done, it's done. It's more like that now, um, which I think is I don't know to me that's just better. Uh, it's not it's not the best for having a timely release schedule and all that stuff, but it's it's better for where things are uh, with me and everything that we've been doing. So, so yeah, so, you know, again, um, if you're, you know, if, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're interested in the profound master stuff, I know they've been going on for a long time now, but if you're interested in the ma profound master stuff, check it out on the blog. Um, again, the, the, the material will be there. It's not going to, it's not going to be the, you know, a full, you know, hundred, 200 page book of material. But it's it'll be a substantial amount of material, and you know there, some of it will be fragmentary, so keep that in mind. But I'm just putting it out so that the information is out there for people, because I know people have, have wanted it and have been asking about it, and uh, and yeah, and so you know, uh, you know, again, you know, uh, hopefully that's enough material for people to work with. Uh, you know, I I didn't. What here's what I will say is when I was running it, even I never even really used a lot of the profound master stuff out of like the the stuff from the profound master book i didn't even need to draw on that that much i found i was able to just generate material ad hoc for the game between sessions um and so you know i i don't know maybe, maybe i'm again maybe it's because i'm more 
familiar with the material. I, I, it, that was easy for me. I don't know if that would be easy for other people, but I do envision the game as something where the GM is really, you know, just, you know, doing a lot of, uh, um, you know, uh, clodging and, and making things themselves for the game. And so, uh, you know, if, if people have difficulty with anything, I'd be happy to answer questions on like, you know, how do you make a profound technique or how do you do this to the best of my ability? Um, sometimes I have trouble knowing what is easy and what is hard for people with the games. Um, I only hear from people once in a while. So I get like a sliver of an idea of, of, what the players and the GM are dealing with uh, that aren't in my groups. I know how, like I've had other people in my group run the games. I know how they are. Um, and I'm, and again, and it's always surprising to me how different it is for them. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I sometimes assume what is easy for me in the Ogate setting is easy for everybody. And I'm realizing, Oh no, it's not necessarily the case. Uh, some people find that really infuriating or difficult. Um, and and they could use some guidelines or advice so feel free to if you've listened to this whole thing feel free to to send me a message asking and i will post podcasts where i answer questions if anybody has them um i'm always happy to do that uh especially if it's like a specific mechanical type question from a gm point of view um you know i like answering those kind of questions and and again sometimes i don't have a good answer it really depends on what the question is uh, and I'll tell you if I don't have a good answer, but um, but I do I do want to give people the tools that I can, um, so that they're they're having an easier time at the higher levels on Hogan Gate. Um, but again, I do have to emphasize it has been you know I've had some distance from that, so I'm not you know even though I've been running the Lady A Seven material, that's still mostly low level party stuff that one. So you know I'm, I'm I am going to be giving any answers that I do give with that level of distance from the, you know, the profound self. I'm not in the same spot that I was, say, when I was running the Bonebreaker uh, campaign several years ago. And, you know, I don't know if people listened or followed the, the blog entries on that, but, you know, that I was really deep into the uh, profound levels during that campaign um, and less so now. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, and again, you know, let me, let me know any of your other thoughts, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing a lot of different kind of podcasts. Like we've been doing the horror express because I wanted to do horror, uh, because I had a, um, and the reason for that actually was I had a, a medical thing that came up very suddenly last summer. Uh, that's really, uh, interfered with, um, with a lot of like, it, it just, it was just something that I didn't want to have to deal with that I have to deal with regularly now. And, and so, uh, I, I, I wanted to watch horror. Um, I don't know why when horrible things happen to me, I want to watch horror. Uh, so I started doing the, the horror express. I've also been revisiting shows like, uh, alien nation and the movie alien nation and just things that are in, in, uh, you know, other areas that are kind of like the, you know, far away from Usha. Um, just cause I, I, I need, I, I, I need to get more, uh, you know, more variety in my media diet. Um, so, so yeah, so I'll be doing, you know, more podcasts and stuff like that. You might see even like really, you know, oddball ones where I'm just, you know, just some random movie that I'm into. Um, we also did some gangster ones for a while. I, I was, uh, I, I, I have another, uh, there's still another one that we have yet to release. That'll be the last one. But, um, I think it was asking a lot from other people to have them 
watch all the gangster movies with me. So I might on my own do some of the gangster movies because I like gangster films. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, again, we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But but yeah, so that's that's where everything is. And uh, you know, again, I, if if uh, if you do have a question, send them my way. I'll answer them as best I can. And the you know the profound stuff will be coming out probably. I don't know how regularly I'm going to be doing it. I don't know if I'll be doing it every day or once a week or what, but I'll, I'll be doing it in a regular in a, in a regular rhythm, um, because some of them are going to be easy to put and some to put up on the blog, and some will be hard depending on how much formatting I have to do. So the one that I did today was fairly easy, headers, a few things like that needed formatting, but something like the profound techniques, those are a real pain because um, you have to format all the staff blocks into the blog. And there are easier ways and harder ways to do it, but it takes time. I mean, not a lot. I mean, it's not like it would take me a month to do or anything cr crazy like that. But it's it's several hours, of, you know, just going through the text and formatting, and uh, and also I have to dis I have to figure out which ones are in other books and which ones aren't, and extract those. Um, I bolded them as I did that, so ones that are in other books I should be able to just remove easily. But it's you know if I made a mistake or if I overlooked one. Uh, some of the same ones might end up in here that are in other books, but that's okay. Um, just if you if if you encounter it in a book, that supersedes anything on the blog naturally. Uh, so, all right, I'll let you go, and until next time, I'll talk to you later.